It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Mooka, Rich, bringing the bull. What's up, guys? What's going on? Another day in paradise. Weren't you just in paradise? Yeah, I was gonna, <laughs> yeah, you just got back. Still there? I kind of wish. Another How day, was it? another day back at work. Well, it's like I mean, paradise. Florida was good. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Florida. It was the beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was nice. Did you meet Florida man? Florida man. I technically so. We were kind of close to the Dustin area, so we weren't. I don't even consider that Florida. Is it Alabama? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. We were in the. We weren't even in the changed time zone, so that's not Florida. <laughs> Alabama's on Central Time. Um. Yeah. Is there you really? don't. You don't have to set your clock back, except for about 50 years. What do you mean? Oh, that's great. Nice one, Cal. I like that. That's good. Um, so that's all you got? I mean, you, you look like you, you're having fun. I mean, were there a lot of people? Was it? Drew? Um... <laughs> I was I was trying to think of a response. Um, no, where we such a complex question. Well, where we were at, there wasn't a lot of people. Were there a lot of people like on the beach down the way? Yeah, yeah. Um, not bad. Dude, I hung out every day, sometimes at the beach, sometimes at the pool, and just smoked a shit ton of cigars. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's that's the best part of it. What did you smoke that was like friggin' awesome? Are you are you bribing me for a patina answer? <laughs> I, I'm not. I, I that, actually that, I don't know what yeah. you smoked at all. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. But that that would be a good answer. I did. I smoked a couple of patinas actually. There you go. I made sure they were in the uh, <laughs> in the rotation. Your little travel case. What yeah. else? I saw you, you smoked a Monty, didn't you, Monty? Yeah, I think I had a two couple, or? couple Cubans in there. I did uh, yeah. Opus, Sultans. I did do a Sultans. Yeah, saw that. Um, like I said, a couple Patinas. Um, I'm not sure what else. A lot of shit. I know I smoked a ton of cigars. Now For, for me. A ton of for me. Yeah. Yeah, so your stepdad, your stepdad, I mean, your father-in-law, he smokes cigars, right? Occasionally, with you? Yeah, he uh, he smoked something while we were there, too, and I don't remember what, but yeah. I Man, look, I don't, 
I don't get how people can do stuff like that and not have a cigar. I don't know how you can sit on a beach and not have a cigar. I don't know how you could congregate with friends and not have a cigar. I don't know how you could basically anything that revolves or involves relaxation and not have a cigar. Is that twisted or do you guys kind of feel the same way? I agree with you 100%. <laughs> this is why I smoke cigars a lot. Well, I'll add an extra twist in there, though, too, because I know you don't no, drink. That's your but, signature. Yeah, but I, I feel like I couldn't do any of those things either without having a drink in my hand. Right. Okay. So, I mean, different different things for different people, and that's okay. Sure. But, okay, so let me ask you this, and I think you've answered this before, but if you had to pick, you're on a beach and someone says either a cigar or a beverage, which one do you take? I mean, both if I can do it. You know, I got two hands. Let's not let's not pretend here. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm sitting on a beach, I'll I'll pick a a drink over a cigar most of the time. Really? Not every time. Not every most time. of the time. Well, All right. And beaches, is, I don't know, man. They can be pretty crappy for smoking, depending on the wind. Depends what the what beach. Oh you're at. yeah, I, yeah. I, t- I, I typically actually don't enjoy smoking outdoors, but especially if there's wind. But it was pretty windy, but uh, I didn't care. I was on the beach with <laughs> cigars. <laughs> <laughs> even nothing a, fucks up Drew's good time. Even a, a windy right. day at the beach, smoking cigars beats being at work. That's the damn yeah. truth. Or about anywhere else, for that matter. That's true. So, I'm going to kick it off with a headline that I just saw, okay? The Procter & Gamble CFO says, we will continue to grow as consumers work to protect their health and improve hygiene. Has... I think that's funny because improve hygiene if people were not hygienic before, but what cigar habits or what uh, do you guys think are going to change the most as a result of COVID? And here's why I ask, because I was just talking to a customer the other day and they said that, yeah, it's really frustrating because a lot of these guys continue to do the things they were doing before this, and you're trying to get people to be different, but there are guys that are still looking at cigars and using the communal cutter and stuff like that. So what are your guys' thoughts? Do you mean like long-term or short-term? Um, well, probably short-term because, I mean, it's probably going to end up being long-term, but let's just go short-term. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so one thing is in the short term that there's a lot of things being canceled, right? You mm-hmm. can't get together in big groups anymore. So I had already written down we should talk about Weasel Fest and Lazona Palooza being postponed and canceled, respectively. Um, but that fits with what you're talking about. Events are already different if they're mm-hmm. even happening. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are not going to shops as much as they did before. At least not to stay. Yeah. And I wonder if, like, for us, Kyle, I don't know, does that change once the winter comes? 
Like, I have no problem smoking in my car in the winter and just, you know, turning on the heat or whatever, but there's a lot of people that don't like that. Yeah, I mean, you know my ass is going to be sitting outside with some seven layers on smoking anyway. So, I don't know. But I am just... I guess, okay, and this obviously brings to one of the headlines that we saw this past week, which I could tell you as a former retail shop employee is very, very scary, okay? I think all of us on this podcast have worked retail in some capacity. Like Kyle, you worked at what, Wendy's, was it, you said? Yeah, I worked at a comic book shop through high school, too. Okay, comic book shop, Wendy's. Drew, you've worked retail, haven't you? Or... Uh... Old Navy, yes. Okay. All right. Oh, man. I would love to see that picture. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> that would be amazing. So, so. Nothing like carpenter's pants. Oh, remember those? Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. Do you think those will come back? No. I mean, okay. they probably will, but <laughs> I guess I well, hope. Well, nobody's yeah, buying pants right cool. now. Yeah, you don't need pants. Right. Just top. <laughs> so. Guy walks in to CI. This was in Pennsylvania, right, Kyle? Yeah. And decides to uh, make a, a statement of some sort where he took exception to the employee telling him to wear a mask and decided to shoot at the guy. It is and I've said this before, people ask me, do you miss retail? There no. are aspects of working in retail that I miss because there's a camaraderie that you, that you build, and this is cigar retail, that you build with your regulars, right? Assuming they like the vibe that you're building or you're creating or, or you know, the atmosphere. Well, what's but the you, vibe? Yeah, uh, an atmosphere. <laughs> but you cannot control who walks through that door and that's fucking crazy i mean when you guys saw that what was your reaction honestly you're the judge drew one. I, I mean i hate to say it but i'm not really shocked at this point that people are crazy right um especially with the whole mask situation mm-hmm. um I don't know. There's such an uproar. Look, I don't. I don't care your stance if you think it's real, not real, political or otherwise. If a shop is requiring it, whether whether it's legal, not legal, I don't. I don't care about all that. If a shop is requiring you to wear freaking shoes, you're not going to shoot somebody because they told you to put on shoes <laughs> before you come in their store. I I see right. this as the same thing. Now, if if you want to dispute yeah. legal and not legal. I, I don't care about that. This this is different than that. This is just the shop going, hey, man, you got to have a shirt on to come in here. Right. Well, it's even worse in this case, though, because they had a, a policy where you could basically order from your car, right? They would have right. brought him whatever the fuck he wanted. Oh, geez. Yeah. Right. I mean, this guy's going to go to jail. Yes. Yeah, guess where For you what? can't smoke cigars? Not, yeah. Not in jail. For what? Because some kid fucking told you to put on a mask? Yeah. 
It's a crazy oh. world, dude. The, the other thing that you can do is just go, no, I'm not shopping here, <laughs> and turn around and walk out. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Pennsylvania has no shortage of cigar shops. Well, he could order online from literally the same shop. Right. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it doesn't I, make any sense. People are crazy. Yeah, they did catch him. I don't know if you guys saw that update. Yeah, I did. So I hope they, that fucker. What are they charging him with? I don't know. I hope a lot, and I hope he spends a long time in prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did did he did he kill somebody or just shoot? No. So he had he walked in. They told him, you know, you got to put on a mask or you know go outside, and we'll hook you up outside. And instead, he grabs a couple of cigars and leaves. No right. paying. Right, so the employee follows him out to go see his license plate so they can figure this shit out. And as the dude gets into his car, he shoots at him and drives away. Oh, jeez. Uh, he didn't hit anybody. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. At least he's completely incompetent at everything, which is a good yeah. thing in this case. Yes. Right. Was he shot? Yeah. That's scary, man. I think... Um... The more that people are cooped up to uh, makes it more and more difficult from a mental standpoint. I know myself, I can speak from, from my experience, it's getting, you know, each passing week is getting more and more difficult. And, and I am probably more strict than most people on where I go and, and what I do and all of that just because of my circumstances. But, I mean, it's it's got to be wearing on people. I mean, yeah. So, not easy. Yep. But it's still all about, like, how are you going to deal with something that's difficult? Like, that Ooh. shit comes up in people's lives all the time. Most of the time, the response isn't, I'm going to shoot some random kid working at retail. Right. <laughs> God. Ridiculous. Yes. Absolutely ridiculous. But look, man, we've seen, which doesn't matter my opinion, but we've seen some people from the industry try to get out, try to do some events or try to do different, you know, uh, there was a traveling road show. There was. I guess some brands are having some sort of party, parties, whatever. Um, so I, I know there are people that are trying to give some sort of normalcy. Uh, not something that I plan on doing or um, whatever. doesn't. But <laughs> I, um, you know, man, it, it's just tough. It's tough on everybody. What are you going to do? But I'll tell you, it, it does not give me hope when I see the way people are acting. And um, I don't know. We'll see how resilient the cigar industry is, I guess, or retailers. So, it, Did you see the did you guys see that Cigar Aficionado article they did where they surveyed retailers on how they're doing this year? No. What mm-hmm. I thought it was actually pretty interesting. So they surveyed like 150 shops or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So not everybody, but that's a pretty good number. Right. Um, 
and their question was, are your sales up or down in 2020? So I thought this was actually pretty fascinating. One of the more interesting things I've read in Cigar Aficionado in a while. Sure. Um, about 44%, I'm doing some rounding here, said sales were down. About 41% said sales were up. And about 15% okay. said sales were flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought See, that I was would pretty think, interesting. I would think more people would be flat and less people would be up. Yeah, it seems but like I, I a decent number are doing okay. Yeah, I thought there would be, if you were to ask me to guess, I would have put flat is the biggest, and then I would have distributed between up and down you know, from there. But I would have expected flat to be the biggest. Because this really hit in March. Now, I want, I want that same survey done come December. Yeah. Right? What do you think will change? The number of, I think the number of people down for the year will go up. No pun intended. I mean, that sounds weird, right. but Right, I right. think there'll be an increase in the number of people that are down for the year. We'll see, all man. Things, I don't know. All things staying equal. Yeah, it depends what, what happens with the economy overall, I bet. Because so far, I think people have smoked, like most cigar smokers that, that I've seen and interacted mm-hmm. with in whatever way, like most of them seem to be smoking more right now. Yeah. For now. Yeah, if they can you know, keep that is, is the big question. All right. But the shops that jumped on figuring out how to make that happen are the ones that are going to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. If you did nothing, you're you're already done. You just don't know it yet. Right. See, I don't know. I guess what worries me for the industry too, especially from a retail perspective, if start and this is and this is why I'm so harsh about this because retailers are the way that we can get our product to people right because with you know just like baseball or any sport or any whatever there are there's etiquette right and popular etiquette or accepted principles are that you don't go direct to consumer if you want a good retail presence right yeah you pick one or the other right and so we are hanging our hat on the success of retailers and what worries me is what i'm seeing at some retail establishments if you start seeing a covid case here a covid case there all of a sudden well three people got sick at at this shop and five people got sick at this shop. And what, what are we doing? Because there's going to be a massive trickle down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Hey, listen, man, for me, I have my online outlets. I could still move cigars, but if I'm a retailer, man, and my business didn't drop that much and I'm able to survive without, you know, opening up to like whatever, I'm not taking that chance, man. I really don't think I am. Yeah. But then you got the lounge 
15 minutes away that does open, do you start losing people? Maybe. When do you think? Uh, yeah, uh, when do you think you're? When do you think you'll uh, travel? Oh me? Yeah. Not not for the rest of this year. Where, uh, without uh, without saying like a number or whatever, like what's your judge of things? What what what? what so. I don't know. Say say next month hits and cases are next to nothing. Are you looking at that? Or, I mean, what what's your judge of when you should travel? No, that's a great question, man. Because I don't I don't know. Because look, you have this thing. It's new. It's it's going to get to the people that are most susceptible to it first, right? And now we're getting the people that are just being fucking stupid and, you know, Darwinism, those guys are getting it, right? Because they just, you know, for whatever reason, think they're invincible. And now, you know, we're seeing that age, that age gap or that, that demographic, a different demographic now is becoming the larger case numbers, right? For me, it's not even about a vaccine. For me, it's about, do we get to a point where we really understand this and if, God forbid, you do get it, there's a, a proper protocol on how to handle it that doesn't necessarily require going to the hospital or in an ICU or on a ventilator. Whether that's a vaccine or something else, a pill, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. Okay. This thing is not going away tomorrow. So we're going to have to learn how to navigate with this and you just can't shut down everything. You just can't. So you got to try to navigate it. But there's there's still too much unknown to take that risk, in my opinion. And it seems like from what I've seen from the other a lot of the other cigar guys, the same thing. You know. Do you think? At the end of this, we see any more cigar companies going direct to consumer. Depends what the retail landscape looks like. Yeah. I think it's fascinating that, you know, for, from a consumer perspective, I could pay less for cigars if I buy them without the, the retailer middleman, I assume. Right. Or the company I like to get more profit one way or the other. <clears throat> but I also like the retailers I have. Right. So it's just an interesting thing to think about. Dude, there are some guys that absolutely do such a fantastic job. I mean, you know, we talk about them, Small Batch, Smoke Manny Young, Lake Country, you know, Smoke Ring down in Houston. Um, yeah, you, you talk to any cigar smoker and they'll know which ones are good and which ones are shit. Yeah. At least by and, them. Sure. So all I'm saying is the guys that are doing it right, they're going to be okay, right? But mm -hmm. from a brand perspective, the more retailers, the better, right? Mm -hmm. As um, long as they buy your stuff, yeah. Yeah, and even, you know, but there's that competition and there's always uh, uh, that 
the competition is just good for everybody. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But I, I think there's a good chance this the cigar industry as we know it will be shaken up for for a little while. Yeah. I'd be surprised if we didn't see at least a few companies at least attempt a direct-to-consumer route after all this no, is done. wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, no. there were people that were working on it before this. Yeah, but then uh, you had the writing on the wall of, like, you know, a lot of the retailers that are only brick-and-mortar are probably in that 44% of suffering, and a lot of the retailers that are doing some online or phone orders and are mm-hmm. good at it are probably in that 41% succeeding. Right. So, I mean, it's all about having stuff that people, people want. And what's interesting about this, we talk about, and I was on this, I was on this podcast with uh, Reinhard. Uh, he had me on as a guest um, last week, which was a great experience. Um, and Andre Diaz came on, our boy. He was, he was there too. Hell yeah. But what's interesting about Kyle what you what you just said about wait fuck I lost my train of thought <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> wait a minute. direct to consumer sales -consumer. I assume it's very different in Europe yeah they're over with a cigar journal for anybody who doesn't know that well Mo's yeah. catching his train of thought damn I forgot oh, oh well there's that. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that. I had a really good point too. Tied up with a nice little bow. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, hey, Drew. Speaking of retailers and cigars, you can buy at retailers. You you want to know about uh, Old Navy? <laughs> yes, I'd love to know about Old. Do they sell cigars there? No. Oh damn! All right. There goes that. What do you got? Uh, how are those Sultan cigars doing over at B&B Cigars? Damn good. Um, I need to check in with them and see. But <laughs> uh, no, I think I think they're gone. Are they again? I'm not 100% sure. Um, I checked last week. Um, so last Tuesday, a week ago from when you're hearing this. Well, possibly. If you're hearing this when it came out. <laughs> Um, I checked a week ago, and there were about 10 boxes of each left. It's not very many. Better get them if you want them. What did you think of the one that you smoked on your trip? Dude, phenomenal. I I mean, look, okay, me and, me and Mo blended these up, and I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Now, my comment in our text where it only took five years to get them to this point. <laughs> <laughs> but they're good. I think, look, my experience with a lot of Nicaraguan cigars and a lot of Nicaraguan tobacco is you probably want to get them in that at most five to six year window. Do you think, think they'll start dropping off soon? Probably. I mean, it's just natural. I mean, I, I don't know. It's tough to say, but like, I know 
and mine kind of got brand specific, but I know there are certain brands like I'm going to probably want to smoke within the first year or two, maybe three, maybe four. You know, it just depends. But there are not too many that I think, you know, maybe some of your Davidoff limited editions are going to be really good still in 10 years. But I don't know. Cigars are meant to smoke, man. I don't know. These got a long ways to still drop off, so I'd be surprised if they weren't even, I mean, they might not be as good, but they'll still be good for a little bit, I think. Yeah, they will. Because they're, I mean, they haven't lost a lot of flavor. No, no, I don't no. think, in five years. That's good. It's kind of surprising. Um, so now I remember what I was going to say. <laughs> so first, I want to thank whoever it was that used Finally, the Smoke Like a Sultan discount code from Smoke Manny Young. Hell yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh, they, they did inform me. I think two people have used this so far. Look, guys, it's 15% off. They have a lot of really cool boutique stuff. You know, great guys. Always been supporters of Patina and the podcast and uh, stuff like that. So, anyway, we... Uh, I really feel like, you know how we talk about online, what you see on social media about cigars, and then versus what's going on in the brick and mortar? Oh, yeah. For a brand like mine, and brand, yeah, brands like whatever, this is, I mean, if there is more of an online emphasis, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. Oh, sure. Right. And what's going to be interesting is are people, if they can't go to the lounge or if they can't, whatever, and they're starting to order online, are they going to be more willing to try new things? Well, I'm already ordering this, and this suggests to try this too if I like this. Right? Yeah, maybe. It's it's also harder because you almost never can order one. Yes, that's the problem. I so hate that's, that. That's the, the, the challenge. Right. <laughs> so I don't know. Probably goes yeah, both directions. Some, some, yeah. some yes, some no. Right. And they're stuck with a five-pack that they might like or not. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's interesting. A lot of of this, just, you know, kind of what's going on and observing and seeing has just gotten me kind of thinking a lot about where the hell this thing is going. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think some some tobacconists certainly wish they would have thought that way years ago now. You have to look within the next five to 10 years. And if you're not looking five or 10 years out, you're going to lose to somebody who is. Right. Yeah. It's just the reality of any business. Sure. I think the worst thing that people could do is become <laughs> complacent and think that just because something works today, it's going to automatically work tomorrow. Not always the case. <laughs> that's uh, It's funny because it's like the history of cigars and tobacco is all about shit that hasn't worked. I like <laughs> that wouldn't work to, today. Right. L- like 
one of the best cigar shops ever, according to everybody, was the one Zeno Davidoff ran, right? But mm-hmm. if he ran that shop today, the way that he ran it then, like, nobody would go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so well, how did he run it? Give us a little history lesson. What, what, what about it makes you think it wouldn't work today? Well, just a lot of things. The, the tobacco knowledge is one interesting thing, because, like, he knew just about everything there was about tobacco at the time, right? He was one of the right. most knowledgeable people. Mm-hmm. But I bet if you take his knowledge and put it up against some of the, the best knowledge today, I don't, I doubt it stacks up just because we know so much more, right? It's just, sure. that's a fascinating thing. The way that they used to classify cigars is, is a little bit different. You would go in and ask for a size a lot of the time back in the day, like really, really far back, right? You'd be like, I want, I want a Panatella. I want a Corona. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty fucking different. Uh, the branding was all different. There, just like every other store, there was more emphasis on window displays, right? gotcha. that that kind of a thing. That like, eh, doesn't matter as much today because we don't have the foot traffic that they had. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all different. Just everything about the business practice. It's it's just think about retail in any industry, a hundred years ago, right? Versus today, or department stores even fifty mm-hmm. years ago compared to today. Sure, it evolves. If you're not evolving with it, you're done. No, I bet he would have evolved with it. I'm not trying to throw him under the bus. Sure, but no, I understand what you're saying. The point is, is that guys that are just, just think they're going to sit on their laurels and, and, and not change anything or adapt, they're, they're going to be left in the dust. It's like uh, sports records, right? Mm-hmm. Don't they just keep getting breaking records over and over yeah. and over. Sure. Yep. People get better. Yep. I don't know. Drewfus? What else we got? Or Kyle, what else we got? I want to know what Drewfus has because he has the good shit that he's not telling us about. I've, yeah. got, I've got nothing. <laughs> Drew's like, I'm on that fucking beach in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> Like a seagull in the wind. It's always a rough. It's always a rough Monday when you, after being gone a week on the beach smoking cigars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, So we have some some listener questions, but before we get into those, I had a a separate question, Uh, specifically for Mo. I would ask Danny too, but he's not on right now. Uh, so when you're traveling or when you were traveling, you must've heard a lot of the same questions over and over, right? So which of those same questions start to get old and which of them are like, all right, this is still kind of fun to talk about. So there's no bearing at all on our other questions that we're about to talk through. About the cigars? Yeah. Cigars, you, your brand, whatever, like things that Uh, people ask you when you're at like an event or at a, at a shop trying to sell, whatever it is. So, unfortunately, unfortunately, it was always, when are you going to have a Maduro? <laughs> oh, well, we'll bring you in when you have a Maduro. Well, unfortunately, the Maduro came out right after coronavirus hit. So, I haven't been able to answer that question yet on the road, right? Um, that was something I always got, like, when's a Maduro? Why don't you have a Maduro? When are you going to come out with the Maduro? <laughs> it's different 
when it's the guys that have known me forever, right? And they know that it's coming and it just hasn't come yet. But like when people would like would say, oh, you don't have Maduro, so I'm not going to, you know, I can't take you seriously. Like, as if like that's the only fucking rat, like they don't even, Maduro's don't even sell the most. Like, why are you so hung up on that? You know? Anyway. Um, the other one that used to really get under my skin, where are you from? Chicago. No, no, no. Like, where are you from? Chicago. No, like, really, like, where, where are you from? That one. That well, one. That's just racism. That gets old. Um, let's see what else. Uh, those are really the two big ones, man. Um, that I didn't like, but everything else, I mean, you know, just part of it. You know, price point. A lot of, you, a lot of people give you shit for price point, you know? I mean, you could sell it for any price and you'd get shit for price point right yeah all right absolutely well look you look at ron i wish danny was on this danny will tell you that people tell them their cigars are too cheap you're too cheap i can't sell them yeah (laughs) and then people say mine are too expensive mine are par for the fucking course of of everything that is is really boutique right now right um but for some people because the lack of recognition for the name it's too expensive so you're never going to please everybody, you know? So, but by and large, yeah, I mean, those are probably the top three. Fair enough. But the best is when I always respected, I didn't mind rejection and I don't mind reject. That's part of the, that's just part of it. But I always respected the retailer that, that would, even if they were smoking a cigar, would put down whatever they were smoking, grab a sample, and sit down with me and take the time to smoke it. I always respected that. You know? Like, that, to me, was like, hey, man, I know you traveled all this way. I'm The least I could do is, like, sit down light up a cigar with you and, and allow you give you the opportunity to talk about your brand i always respected the shit out of that even if they said no man you know what? it's just not for me it's just not for the shop it's not whatever that's okay but the fact that they took the time and did that i always thought was really cool it's like a reasonable opinion then instead of just right you know, fuck you and the horse you rode in on mm-hmm but what a lot of people don't realize, man, and a lot of, like, consumers is, like, oh, man, like, I'll get a lot of DMs, man, like, oh, hey, are you in a shop near here? Are you in a shop near there? Are you in this shop? Are you in that shop? And sometimes, bro, unfortunately, it's not just, it's not about the cigars. It's not about whatever. Sometimes I have zero chance of getting into certain shops because of who my rep might be or because of who I am or because uh, the factory my cigars are made at or so it's not it's not always that straightforward of why you're not in a shop if that makes sense 
Yeah, I mean, it does. It makes sense in in one way. It makes sense from the the perspective of, you know, the the owner gets to choose what's in there and they can choose based on any criteria they'd like. Um, You know, whatever, that's fine. But it potentially doesn't make sense from the perspective of, you know, that old saying of the customer is always right and you should basically sell them what the fuck they want. Absolutely. I mean, if you get 10 customers coming in asking for Romacraft or Patina or uh, Dapper or, you know, I don't know. That what else. Psycho smoke seven. cigar that's really yeah. good. Right. Boom, it's I mean, hot right now. Any of these. You get people coming. Chances are you're going to want to look into it and be like, man, you know. But that's just not always the case. They might look into it and be like, oh, this guy's the rep. Nope. Or, you know what, I saw that guy in a podcast before. I didn't agree with what he was saying. Nope. Oh, I met him at the show. Nope. You know, who knows? It could be anything. Right? But, yeah, whatever. It's just a bizarre, like, the actual workings of the cigar industry just seems so fucking weird compared to almost all other businesses that I am aware of. I think it's like anything that you're trying to get placement of a product. I think you would see it in a lot of different things, just what scale and to what pettiness is what changes. Um, whatever cigars are, I can't imagine trying to get like into like an ultra boutique clothing store if I owned a clothing brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's probably not as bad as some industries and a lot worse than others. <laughs> that could be it. That could be it. So. Cool. Drew, if you, you owned a shop, what would be your criteria for carrying a cigar or not? If, uh, if the customers ask for it, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's it. That's the only one. I think I think it would have to be like if I was opening a shop, like let's just say right now, minus COVID and all. But um, if I if I was opening a shop right now, I'd probably start with um everything like you three recommend because then that's that's probably a little bit of everybody's profile. And then all, all your basics, obviously. Right. So here's Fair a question. Enough. Here's a question. What are the basics? Well, uh, the Fuente Coraline, Padron. Right. Um, that's about all I can think of at the moment. Would you look- do General and Altidus or not? <sighs> Dude. That's a tough one, cause that look. I'm sure that shit sells. So, yeah. are you gonna turn away money? I don't. I would think you'd have to carry some of that stuff. Yeah, most shops don't turn away that money. No. Yeah. And I, I mean, some I guess do. you, you, you could get away with with it, but I think I don't. Maybe, maybe you could start without it, and if some people start coming in asking, hey. What, you got a box of whatever, fill in the blank, then you would go, hmm, maybe I should start carrying this. <laughs> just like we just said. 
Right. That's a really good question, Kyle, because I, I'll be, look at, if I'm starting a, a shot tomorrow, I'm not going all boutique. No. I'm not. No, as, as we're sitting here talking about it, I'm almost thinking in my mind, if I were doing it right, I would say, okay, so there's like probably 10 or 15 generic customer profiles that you can think about, right? You got that old guy that comes in and buys his box or bundle and leaves. You got the guy that looks for all the new boutique stuff, right? You got, you know, you just go through the list of all the people and Mo, I bet yep. you've seen them in your retail shop and you could come up with all those mm-hmm. profiles and then you yep. buy the, the stuff that would be that they would buy. Right. And the more overlap in those, the better, right. If something appeals Absolutely. to multiple areas, you got a big winner. Yep. <clears throat> Cause then I definitely want it on my shelf. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like some of the Drew Estate stuff did that for a long time. I don't know if it still does. But like Liga Pravada, mm-hmm. that hit like four or five different categories of smokers. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I think that's why it was brilliant. Yeah. I'm with you. So I guess that's how I'd do it. But maybe somebody who, who actually runs a shop can chime in and tell us how they do it. I'm sure that's that's it's got to be always changing too, though, right? Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, if you're if you're running a decent shop, it's got to be changing if you want growth. Yeah, yeah I, look, what's not selling? I can tell you this: that I may not go all boutique at first, but if I'm able to mold my customers into smoking majority boutique stuff i could morph into that yeah um but i wouldn't start that way yeah and even then you'd still probably carry some stuff that isn't for them sure but i mean dude like i listen i i I think i hear it well it just doesn't sell it doesn't sell it well it's not gonna move itself Right. And I can tell you, if I was opening a shop, I would do exactly what I did when I ran a shop. And that's be very proactive in the customer's experience. Right. Yeah. If, if you're a retail guy right now and you're struggling, try to grow that, try to go that extra mile where people want to feel loyal to you, man. Like they want to make sure that you're still around. That that's the only for. differentiator. The only yeah, one. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not your lounge anymore. It's not the fa- fancy couches or the fancy TVs. I kind of dig It's your service. I kind of dig the couches. Yeah, I mean the couches are part of the experience, <laughs> I think. It's uh, the overall package of experience. I could do without the TVs, but the couches. No, no what I'm saying is the rea- most people have not returned to going to hang out at the lounge yet. Is what I'm saying. So right now, your differentiator more than ever is the way you treat your customers. Sure. I'll agree with that. And I guess the the business segments you're part of. If you're online, that's a nice differentiator right now. Sure. Um, 
But even when they go back, the only thing that's going to keep them coming back to one lounge instead of another one is the experience. Right. They can get cigars cheaper somewhere else. I don't care where you are. You're yep, not the cheapest. Exactly. Right? Yep. They can probably bring their own cigars in anywhere. Sneak them in, whatever. People do weird shit. So they don't have to buy shit from you. Yep. Why are they gonna? Because your experience is worth going to. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, that could be anything from your selection to your service to your atmosphere. Something has yep. to hook somebody. Yep. Wow, this has been a re- this is like our probably most. Most cigar-heavy podcast we've done in a long time. Yep. All right, so we have a question from Dom, Cigar Analogies. Uh, compared to your friends, what are you the worst at? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I think I'll stick with my answer. Uh, which was what? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you don't have friends, or is that because... I pick friends that are... Uh, that, I, that I'm better than, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Drew. Better believe it. <laughs> better believe it. Um, I don't know. I, that's That's a question that I think everyone else should answer for you. I shouldn't answer that for me. You guys should answer for me. Well, we should answer for you, you know. But Dom gave Dom gave us examples like badminton or like, I don't remember what the hell else. Oh, I didn't see the one. examples. My bad. Um, it could be anything. Yeah, it could literally be anything. There's got to be something. IT. And if, if the answer is nothing, then your answer is coming up with answers for this question. Cal and uh, Danny are better at IT than I am. Yeah. I don't know, Mo. I'm sure he's See, got it, something on me, too. It would... Badminton? Are you good at badminton? No. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say... Cow is uh, more detail-oriented than me. Danny is more social than me. And Drew is more uh, uh, built than me. So, yeah. I was just going to go with sports across the board. Sports. <laughs> sports. <laughs> go team. Except, uh, except Ultimate Frisbee. I could probably... Hold yeah, my own in Ultimate Frisbee, Ooh. but anything else, yeah, it's all you guys. Sports <laughs> <laughs> that goes for playing or watching, right? All right, there you have some answers, Dom. That's I hope it. that satisfies you. All right, uh, we had a question from Yogi1966 the best music to listen to when smoking a cigar so I don't know what I've said in the past but I would 
I would say now, I actually enjoy listening to EDM while I smoke a cigar. Really? Yeah. I really do. Bullshit. What's some good EDM? I've I never enjoyed it. Uh, anything from the Chainsmokers to Elenium to uh, Marshmallows got some pretty good stuff. Um, Said the Sky is another one that I enjoy. Those are some examples. But yeah, I, I do, man. I I like the calming effect of the cigar, but with the, the with the rave properties of the EDM. Do you get out yeah. your your glow sticks? It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Just works. Just makes the flame have a strobing effect on the cigar. Yeah, and it's funny because I've never been to a club in my entire life. I feel like you'd hate it. Yeah, I would. But I love that music for whatever reason. Fair but enough. I don't. Li- but I don't. Okay, so it's interesting. EDM is not the type of music that I listen to the most, though. So that you know, it's it's just weird how that works out, right? So. Hmm. But yeah, when I smoke a cigar for whatever reason, I just enjoy it. What about you guys? Good friendly conversation. Don't you usually smoke alone? Uh, exactly. Normally, no, normally, <laughs> my my wife sits out there. Fucking whack job sits there and talks to himself. Well, Drew, how was your day? Well, Drew was great. Yeah, normally she'll sit out uh, with me, or with friends. Every now and then, well, I don't, I don't want to use the word friends, but. Uh, <laughs> use that in a liberal sense. People that uh, occasionally <laughs> com- come by. <laughs> the people I scrape from the bottom of my shoe to speak to. Right, yeah. Even like uh, with my father-in-law the other night, I mean, we sat out on the patio, smoked some cigars, talked. It's good. Isn't that what it's all about? Hanging out with people and talking? Well, that wasn't the question. Oh, that's my kind of music. Chatter? The music of human voices. <laughs> music to Drew's ears. Look, I, I, this, look, I know we joke about that, but that's about the only time I <laughs> don't mind talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the calming effect of the cigar, like most, most things. It's the calming effect of the cigar and the uh, the reverse of the people that I'm talking with. <laughs> <laughs> that actually that goes along really well with something I was reading today in one of the cigar books that I bought where he was talking about how how smoking a cigar is one of the only things that people do where you sit together and you're having a conversation but like the the total silence is completely acceptable as part of that conversation, and nobody feels awkward. Absolutely, yeah, dude. You go to more cigar, most cigar shops now, or at least well before all this, dude. People be sitting in a circle, and each fucking person's on their phone. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, and they're all fine with it. But even if you're not, there's a lot of times you're just sitting there smoking together. Yeah, nobody's saying shit. Yeah, absolutely. So it's. 
what I'm trying to get at there is, I, Drew, I think you're onto something where it's like a different kind of conversation, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The telepathic communication of silence. It's pretty good sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you shut the fuck up, and I'll shut the fuck up, and we'll both shut the fuck up and enjoy the cigar. This will be great. <laughs> Yes, it's only we'll go home. And, and it somehow feels more profound than our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. What about you, Kyle? What, what kind of music do you like listening to? It changes. Like, it rotates all the time. Um, for some reason, I, I say this before, but I like, uh, I like the blues only mm-hmm. when I'm smoking cigars. Yeah, I remember you saying that. Um, but lately, I've been listening to, like, just harder music in general so i like me some good hard rock or something like what i don't know anything in the in the metallica to slipknot range of things nice yeah cow it's aggressive yeah you know angry white people music that's how i heard it described i I get it that's the covid maybe (laughs) that might be the coping mechanism wearing on you yeah So it's all good, but you know, you just uh, just pop in some uh, some headphones and chill out on the back deck. And it's funny because you'll hear you know the other families out playing or whatever, and you're just like jamming out to your hard rock smoking <laughs> your cigar. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. How do you do the EDM stuff? Do you do do you do like a earbuds for that or something, or do you just crank that shit up? No, earbuds. Man. All right. I don't. I don't want to pollute the ear. You gotta have your own soundtrack. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you can't be one of those guys that makes everybody else listen to it. Is that just since no. COVID has happened, or did you do used to do this at the shop and all before? No, I used to do this at the shop. We used to play EDM yeah. when I managed Puro. We used to play everything from rap to EDM to uh, blues to jazz, hmm. um, rock once in a while. Um, I mean, I love hard rock, like what Kyle's talking about too. I really enjoy that, but yeah, that didn't really fit um, <laughs> the shop. The aesthetic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we used to play uh, a bunch of different stuff, and I think it all has its place. It's kind of like having a cigar rotation. I don't always like EDM if I'm listening to music. Sometimes I like rock, you know, or or rap or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, here's the one thing I can't tolerate about. I do not enjoy being around groups of people that talk about other people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, if if I go to the cigar shop and I'm around people that just or like talking about other people or bragging about themselves and, and what they have or, you know, I don't enjoy being around that. That to me is a, a mood killer for a cigar. That will ruin my cigar. I don't like being around that stuff. You don't like the cigar lounge name dropper? There's always no. one. No. It's legit. Yeah. I don't know. 
Fair enough. He, he had a second question. He too. did have a second question. Yeah, he wanted to know what what you uh, typically pair your cigars with. Oh, <laughs> this is the. Uh... Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> no, are you gonna say? Oh yeah. So I would go with. Uh, I mean, for me, it's I'm drinking coffee right now, and water. That's typically my go-to. Go-to is almost always Dr. Pepper. Sometimes um, coffee in the mornings. And then uh, sometimes um, ginger ale. No. I guess every now and then a Red Bull, but that's that's on the rare side. Uh, 98% of the time, it's Dr. Pepper. Nice. Uh, mine are usually uh, go-to is bourbon. I'm, I'm sure everyone's surprised. Um, I might go water. In the morning, I'll go coffee. Um, there's other things that are really good, though. I mean, like a, a good old brandy old-fashioned goes pretty good with a cigar. But I don't know. If I'm at a lounge, it might be a Coke. I'm pretty... Uh, pretty diverse with my pairings i guess no i i i will say this man i enjoy like from time to time i'll have a coke with a habano and i love that i love that pairing absolutely love yeah, it's it. good i really enjoy that so but man it's just so much fucking sugar and not being as active as i was before covid is just makes it tough to justify like kicking back like four pops a day <laughs> no man it's easy you just don't think about it yeah well when your genes start fitting you differently it's like yeah i need to i need to probably change this up a little bit so it's legit What else do we have? Anything else from? Uh... No, that was that was all our topics that we had written down. Shit, trying to think if I've seen anything else this week that I wanted to talk to you or last week. Yeah, I was just like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we kind of went rapid fire through a bunch of stuff right away. A yeah, lot of the interesting stuff. Um, I do want to say that. Um, you know, for all of our listeners that, that are going through whatever, you know, I hope that this, whatever this podcast is, gives you a little solace every week. Um, as we saw, the extra $600 in the unemployment thing has lapsed, which a lot of people were using really to survive um, that aren't able to work. Um so there's a lot of people going through a lot of shit right now, and I hope we can just continue to try to be understanding about what one another is going through. I really do. Thank you for listening. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Everyone. Yeah, just be good to each other, man. Mm-hmm. Life's too fucking short. That's the truth. Yeah. Cal? 
You got anything else? I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm full of nothing. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, actually, no. <laughs> Wait, here comes Mo yeah. again. We need our four just, more times. Just one more question. Yeah, one more. Yeah, I got, no, I got no. something else for you. <laughs> All right, guys. Next week, then. All right. All right, great. See ya. Have a good See one. Ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us. Um, email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions comments for the show and we will catch you guys next week thanks <laughs>